Ray, you know what makes me happy? I think I do, but I want you to tell me. Our season three sponsor, Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Oh my gosh, that makes me happy too. Yeah, you know, we visited this place a while back for the first time, and every time we make a trip down to Texas, we go out of our way to go to Roy City, Texas. Uh, I mean, it's like, what, an hour uh, east of the Dallas-Fort Worth area? It is. It's not that far out of the way at all. It's right off of I-30. Yeah, and dude, this is... I, I don't know how to describe how great this barbecue is. The brisket, the turkey, the pulled pork. I, I I have yet to have anything that wasn't just really, really darn good, man. And I got to tell, tell everybody, Wednesdays, that's the key, right? Yes, there's something special every Wednesday, Mike. Tell them about it. It's it's the barbecue burrito. So, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's... This thing, I, I watched it on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, I've, I've watched it for like a couple of years before I actually got there on a Wednesday because, you know, you and I usually pop in like on a weekend, but we finally got there on a Wednesday and I got to have this burrito and it is out of this world. No, I agree, dude. It's life changing. It's like, it's one of those burritos you don't realize will change the path of your life until you have it. And then the sun gets brighter, the clouds part, your belly gets full. And somewhere angels appear and just start singing to you. It's that kind of barbecue burrito. So Smoke Sessions Barbecue. Uh, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, They're in Roy City, Texas. They're about to open a brick and mortar, a new brick and mortar spot there in Roy City. They're going to have some great craft beer and some of the best Texas barbecue you've ever had. Check them out. Follow them. And when you're in the area, stop by and tell them. Mike and Big Race at you from Craft Beer Bucket List. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Woo! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another awesome episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. I'm your host, Big as Ray Ray. Across the way, I have Mike. And we're going to talk to you about beer. B-double-D-double. R-U-N. B-double-E-R. Beer. I don't know. Whatever, man. B-double-E-R, yeah. But Mike, let's just encourage folks, if you're driving, don't close your eyes for this exercise. It's bad. (laughs) But just visualize beer in a can, in a glass, in a cereal bowl. I don't care. Just think about beer. Just take it in. This is a yoga exercise. Yeah. Doesn't that make you feel, it makes me feel better. As you breathe in, picture yourself holding an ice cold brewski. As you breathe out, picture yourself asking for another Ice cold brewski. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Maybe this I got really intense. Yeah. Maybe I should do this. I make some videos. I don't know. Uh, you, you totally should do that. Yeah. Why not? Because why not, right? So uh, how, how are you doing, man? I, I am well, thank you. So uh, no complaints. Yeah. Um, hanging out with my best bro. I'm about to drink some beer and talk about it. Um, so even if it was bad, which it hasn't been, it's good. So even if it's boom. bad, it's good, but if it's good, it's good. It, absolutely right. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, sorry, go ahead. I, no, I've got no, a, you're fine. Well, I've got go a ahead. short story. Did, did I tell, tell you me about running into an old friend at Iron Monk Brewing the other day? No. All right. So I was in Stillwater, Oklahoma for, a, well, we were in Stillwater because in a, a town close to there, we were going to a wedding. And we were going to a wedding in Cushing, Oklahoma. So we went to Stillwater, take the kids to Eskimo Joe's for some cheese fries. After that, I dropped in an Iron Monk, which is just down the street or over a little bit. And I was in there. I was looking around, checking it out. Um, snagged up a few beers, of which uh, I've already... Gave you a few of those uh, when we met yeah. up the next day. So while I was in there, this young lady like pointed at me. And I was like, 
and I, I, I like, man, I recognize this, I recognize this gal, right? And I was like, hey, so it dawned on me, and I go, she goes, do I, I know you? I said, yeah, I know you too. <laughs> and, I, and I said, uh, she goes, I can't. What is your name? And she goes, you, I know you, but you also do the craft beer podcast. And Ray, that's when what? I know we've, that's when I know we've made it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So this this is a, a shout out to Afton. Her and I um, worked at the Colvin Center together a while back. Anyway, and for some reason, she found our podcast. She recognized me on the podcast or on the whatever social media. Anyway, so her and her boyfriend were there. We chatted for a little bit. Uh, he's from maybe Long Island, New York, which you spent a lot of time there. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we chatted for a little bit. It was incredibly cool to run into her. Uh, anyway, so I'm going to give her a shout out. Anyway, it, it was awesome, neat. It, it was really cool. And then uh, I got my beer. I left for the wedding reception. Outstanding. So, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So yeah, it feels uh, good to be recognized from social media like that, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, she she knew me in a previous life, but you know, yeah, it did feel good. It, it felt yeah. I, I don't want to say it felt made me feel validated, but maybe it did a little bit. I mean, uh, it felt cool. That's what that's what I'll say. Is it felt cool? And her and her and her boyfriend, you know, I hadn't talked to her in many, many years, but her and her boyfriend were incredibly nice. Um, you know, so it was, it was, it was, it was fun. It, it made my day. So there you go. I thought I shared yeah, that with times, you. Man. I, I'm sorry. I did not. No, no. You shared the beers with me, which were fantastic, but, uh, I missed out <laughs> on that story. I mean, we had plenty of other stuff to talk about, you know, sure. so with, uh, this is, this is cool, man. I'm happy, yeah. bro. Yeah, and I posted on on social media on our Instagram. I posted um, that I went to a wedding and somebody had the F five IPA from Coop. Saw that, yeah. So that was that. That was I, I got the beers from uh, Iron Monk later that day. Uh, snagged that picture while I was having a locally made beer at the wedding reception. So it was a good day. That, yeah. that is a good day. Yeah, and the weather was great. The weather was perfect. So anyway, so, I, so yeah, so <laughs> I know you've got some social media shout outs, so I'll, I'll, I'll shut up so you can do the shout out. <laughs> yeah, man. So this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast is giving some kudos and recognition to people that follow us on the social medias. Uh, first shout out goes to at Bigfoot underscore beer underscore blog. Bigfoot beer blog. Woo. Have, have you, have you? Have you seen uh, the post from this account yet? Uh, I I have not gone and looked at that one. No. Oh, I've I've checked it out. It's cool. Okay, I'll have to do that as I, soon as we get good. done recording. Yeah. And you know he. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, you got a few more. And uh, Geo underscore hops underscore beer lover. So Geo hops beer lover. Thanks so much for checking us out and giving us some follows and all the hearts and the likes and all that good stuff on the Instagrams. And Danny runs for beer. Good for you, Danny, because I don't run. <laughs> I don't. So if anybody does, you know, kudos to you. It's like I have a massive truck. I get my truck and I go, but I don't run. So good job, Danny runs for beer. And uh, I'm going to round it hey, out with. Really? We, yeah. We started out this episode saying B-E-E-R-U-N, beer run. Beer run. Hey, we got, oh, there yeah, you go. Danny runs for beer. He does a beer run. Danny, he's the, he's the beer runner. Yeah. Good job, Danny. <clears throat> yeah. Every Danny. group needs that guy. I think Danny is that guy. And uh, <laughs> Mindy's Mindy's beer gear. Yeah, Mindy's beer gear. Yeah. So thank you, Mindy. Well, she does a lot. She makes a lot of cool stuff out of beer. She, people should go check her out. She's got beer stuff. Like she'll make wallets out of beer cartons or whatever. I don't. You know, like I've seen them. I don't know how to describe them. I apologize, Mindy. But yeah, it's really it's really cool. So, no, it is cool. Like it's uh, it's all very yeah. unique, like handcrafted type stuff. In uh, yeah. it's like reclaim. No, not reclaiming is not the right word, but re recycling maybe or upcycling, recycling. Yeah, upcycling. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm I'm um, not hippy dippy enough to know what the correct terminology is. 
repurposing. That's that may be it. Yeah. Repurposing, Maybe. recycling, upcycling, upscaling. Upcycling. Yeah, I like that one too. I yeah. So anyway, shout outs. I love that part. So Mike, you had do you have stickers this week? Uh, yes, I do have stickers. So actually, Ooh. you know, um, I, you know, we, we've we've done a really good job at distributing some good stickers, and yeah, um, one of our sticker winners actually um, sent us some stickers to give out. So um, Gibson and Sons Brewing, um, and I have a couple of their stickers on my desktop now, like literally the top of my desk. Um, Gibson and Sons Brewing, and they're out of they're out of the Tulsa area actually. So they're kind of local to you. Um, but anyway, yep. they sent us they sent us some stickers. I've got one for you, but they also said, you know, have at it, give them away. Um, so we're gonna try it. We're gonna we're gonna post it and tag them as well, so people can kind of get associated with uh, Gibson and Sons Brewing. So that that's our stickers. And well, well, before we introduce the beers, you tell them how they can get these awesome stickers. Yes. Yeah, so on Instagram, drop Mike and I a message in our inbox and say, Hey, I want some stickers. The only caveat is you've got to do it within seven calendar days of the release date of this podcast. So you have seven days, drop us a message. Hey, I want these Gibson and Son stickers and we will send them out to you until they run out. That easy. Uh, yeah. And so we do it every week. It's fantastic. <clears throat> All right. I think it's the time of podcast where we introduce the solid lineup. Oh, yes. I've been waiting for this all my life. Yeah. All right. So tonight, unbeknownst to the listeners, but knownst to us, we have uh, Ray drinking the New Orleans Brewing 7th Street Wheat. Mike, that's me. I'll be drinking Odell's Isolation L, which is a winter warmer. Uh, And we'll both be sharing or you know, this is like side by side play, I guess, because we're not together, but we're together. Anyway, right, we're going right. to share. We're both going to have Coastal Empire Southern Delight. And, uh, it, you know, in my mind, I'm not going to use this as my song, but, you know, I just hear going to find my baby going to hold her tight, going to drink some Coastal Isle, Coastal Empire Southern Delight. I messed that up. All right. Going to find my baby going to hold her tight, going to drink some Coastal Empire Southern Delight. It's close. Skyrocket in flight. Ooh, afternoon delight. Whoop. Yeah. Oh man. If you don't like anger, man, I don't like I will, you. I will fight you. I will fight you. By the beard of Zeus. Yeah. So I, dude, I'm excited Columbus. for this beer. Yeah. I um, I, I am. I'm, I'm excited for this. So, yeah. So, the Southern Delight, it's a praline amber by Coastal Empire Brewing out of Savannah, Georgia. Sits at 5.2% ABV. Um, it's like, what, 19, 20 IBUs? Uh, about the, yeah, I think 19 IBUs. Yeah. So, do you want to go first or not first? I do. I, w- I want to go first. So, let's see if I can make this sound somewhat mediocre. It's usually a... Uh, Par for the course for me. Ready? Uh-huh. Go ahead, get ready to laugh. I know you. I know you want to. That was pretty good. You're stepping it up. You've been practicing every day. It's all I do. I just crack beer cans. <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> what's funny is I said you know unbeknownst to to the listeners, but known to us, which is a Spaceballs quote, by the way. On there, uh, President Scroob, or whatever his name is, right? He uh, cracks a can open and breathes the air. Remember that? I do remember that. All right, here you go. You ready? Let's see it. Wow, that popped hard. Yeah, I think I win. (laughs) It's almost like you've done it before, Mike. I, I practice. We should go opposite hand. You know, like, so do you grab the the tab with your right hand? Yes. We should do opposite hand next time. Oh, gosh. Let's spill it everywhere. I am so right hand dominant, dude. But I really, like, I've had this beer before, and I had it at the brewery in Savannah. All right. Well, tell us about it. 
So the beer of the brewery. Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, the, the Coastal Empire Brewery uh, in Savannah, you know, it took me a minute to find. Um, yeah. It's, so I was staying over near the airport, um, which is technically not in Savannah. I forget the, the name of the little the, the town. But Coastal Empire's on the opposite end of where I was at in like a small industrial area and it didn't have a big sign out. So I, I followed Google maps or Waze, whatever I was using and I passed it twice. Um, so it was after dark and, uh, I, the sign was not lit. So I'm not here to, to gig the brewery, but having a better lit sign would help. But once I found it, um, I'm like, ah, that that's definitely a brewery. Cause it had a nice little patio <laughs> area. Garage door was opening up and I'm like, I, f- I found my place. And uh, I remember going inside. Oh, yeah. And uh, I just saw all these GA um, BF just plaques on the wall. And I'm like, wow, these guys have won a lot of awards. And I I, I sent you a bunch of pictures of it. And uh, you wind up calling me on the phone. You're like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, Mike, I just stepped into a brewery. Imagine that. And uh, yeah. So we talked on the phone for you for a little bit and then just enjoyed the the brewery. Um, so actually this beer, I was, you know, getting a, a flight and I was just going over what they had in this, uh, lady saw what I was doing. And she's like, dude, she's like, you have to try this praline amber. Yeah. Like typically not what I would go for. I'm like, all right, recommendation from somebody who knows what they're saying. And it turns out she had never had one until an hour before I got there. Um, her and her <laughs> husband run a road trip from California. And they oh, were, nice. for whatever reason, they were in Savannah and uh, they both really liked this beer. And uh, they turned me on to it. I'm like, all right, I'll try it. You know, so I'm glad I did. Got to meet some cool people uh, at the brewery, which breweries are fantastic for. Yeah. Um, had a long conversation uh, with a couple of the beer tenders, you know, kind of give me a history of uh, the brewery, how it got started, the owners and whatnot. I don't want to go into that too much, but um, it's a brewery that's been around for a while. Uh, they've won a lot of awards. And I can understand why. So kind of a big cool deal. little spot. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the OGs in uh in the Savannah, Georgia area. When you said GABF, like it took me a second to rich because you know Georgia is GA. Oh so right, like, right. I was like GABF, like what? Oh, oh, yeah. Mike's being dumb. Yeah, that GABF. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so like, I, I really enjoyed myself and, uh, you know, if I get back to Savannah, it's a, a place I look forward to, to going back to, man, you know what? I really want to like retire and somewhere down there, like Charleston, the Savannah, you know, that general area. Right. Yeah. A lot of great, great history down there. I, I, a lot of I cool just stuff. Like the, I like the weather. I like the people, uh, the culture, the history, the food. Oh my God. Gosh. Oh, the food. oh my gosh, man. Yes. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So this beer is pretty good um, to get back on track. You know, I'm yeah, getting sorry. a very um, uh, caramel, sugary flavor mm. to it. Uh, so is it pecan or pecan? So I say pecan, uh, but here in a lot of, uh, in Oklahoma, a lot of people call them pecans. Pecans. Ooh. Let's go so, get over there by that pecan tree. I, I know that uh, she listens to this somehow, sometimes. Um, I have a former student who also uh, worked for the brewery, at the brewery I used to be associated with, was used to be an owner with. Anyway, I, can, I had convinced her, I believe, for a short time until she caught on to my baloney that if it was in a pie, it was a pecan pie. If it was not in a pie, it was a pecan. <laughs> and and I was I was and I was just I was like, how do you not know this? Uh, you know, and, and she's like, I, I don't know. I've never I've never heard that. I'm like, no, you, you gotta know this. This is kind of common knowledge. If it's in a pie, it's a pecan. If it's not, it's a pecan. So anyway. It was pretty fun. Oh wow. I, I won't name names because I don't want her to get embarrassed. Right. No, that's fair. And in and, and all fairness, she could have been trolling me just as much as I was her. She could have been like, yeah, this guy really thinks I'm a dummy, but I'm not. <laughs> so. But anyway, no, the, the, you know, I do get a slight pecan flavor out of it, which I like. So. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's light. Um, and yeah. It's something I could deal with. You know, like I don't like pecan pie. I don't like pecans in general. They don't speak to my taste, bros. I've never had them like roasted with um, cinnamon sugar on them. Um, I like the cinnamon sugar on oh it. My, oh my gosh, bro, they're so good. I'm yeah, with you on the not, pecan pie though. Yeah, it's uh, so. But this, it's like I like the praline part of a pecan pie, right? Yeah, like the the stuff that holds it all together. Like if I could have that without the pecans, I'd be fine. Um, yeah. But no, so but this beer though, I'm not, the pecan flavor doesn't really come through like that. For me, it's more the the, the praline part that comes through, and I like yeah. that. Yeah, sure. I can I can deal with that. It's it's sweet. It's a little bit of brown sugar. You know, some caramel, maybe some some breadiness. Mm-hmm. to this um or at least the the sweet parts that come out of a, a, a bread those things combined to me are, are really nice on the palate mm-hmm. um you know, it's got i feel the, like i mean the, it says it on the can but it's got the vanilla comes on pretty good yeah yeah so or what were you saying sorry um so for me that this beer is a little i don't watery is not the right word but it's, oh, it's light-bodied yeah. It's a very light-bodied beer. Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe for me almost too light. I'd want it to be a little more more full. Um a little thicker given yeah. what it is, but it's not a for me it doesn't take away from it, but it's noticeable, especially for a beer that has lactose in it. It's like I feel like it should have a little more substance. Well, you know, um uh, I I don't mind the body, you know, I I would consider it a light to medium, so me, you know, in between there. Um body um, I think this is, this is a good beer for folks that typically don't drink a lot of craft beer, right? So they can sit down, uh, get a flight, have this on the flight, enjoy it. think it tastes great. Uh, which is what the, the, the lady you met there probably did, right? You know, uh, sure. got a taste of it, thought it was great. Um, but, and I think with that, you can get, you don't want to get too heavy of a body with those entry level beers. Um, so I think this sits all right to me. Um, I think it could, I think it could stand to get a little bit more body about it. Don't get me wrong, but, um, I don't think it's, I, I don't think it's a problem in my, in my book. I, I really think this is a, is a fine beer. Now, is this an extraordinary, um, out of this world beer? No. Is this a pretty darn good tasting beer for a lot of different, you know, events in your life? Yes. Does that make sense? It does. I'm trying to make a lot more sense these days. It's one of my goals to make more sense. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Do you ever, do you get on Reddit at all? Uh, on occasion. On, on occasion. occasion. There's yeah. a, su- there's a subreddit called, uh, explain like I'm five. And I love it. Okay. And, uh, I wish I could do more, like do more of that. Explain like I'm five. Explain it simply. So I'll explain this beer simply. I think it's pretty darn good. Um, I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. I cannot get it. I'm going to have to think about the song because I don't want to do Afternoon Delight. I think that's that's off limits, right? Makes sense. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a 7.5. I'm going to let you talk about the beer while I think about my song. Sure. So again, for me, I, I like this the sweetness about this. It's not so sweet; it's disgusting. It's kind of subtle. Um, you know, I like the the little hints of vanilla. Uh, excuse me, just burped a little bit. If that came through, my apologies. Um. So again, I, I like this the, the subtle sweetness here. It's nice. Uh, this being an amber. Um, I mean, it, it's it's got some of those traditional amber flavors with it, uh, which for me is fantastic. There might be a little bit of underlying marshmallow, maybe. Did you get any of that, Mike? Just kind of a, just that light sugary sugary sweetness. But I get definitely get more of the brown sugar and caramel with it and the bready notes, which I like. Um, the carbonation for me with this beer is on point. The color is, is fantastic. It's a very pretty beer just to pour out and, and look at. Uh, not like pour on the ground, but pour in a glass, right? Some sort of yeah. drinking vessel. Um, 
But no, yeah. I like it. Like I said, I was glad that they had this canned. I wanted to get one of these in front of you because uh, I certainly enjoyed it. And I agree. I think this is a, another one of those gateway beers um, or an easier beer for yeah. somebody that's new to craft beer to, to, you know, test the waters with, if you will. Because it's not a scary beer by any means. It's not over the top. Um, the IBUs are on point, so it's not going to run somebody off like a double dry hopped IPA might. You know, that's definitely one of those quote unquote acquired, you know, taste like so many people talk about with beer. Oh, it's an acquired flavor. You have to drink it a lot before you like it. Um, This to me isn't like that. This is just you can hand it off to somebody like here, just give it a couple of sips and see if you like it. And it's not going to be scary or intimidating. Um, So definitely a sessionable beer. You know, again, 5.2 percent ABV. So certainly uh, reasonable. Um, you can crush, you know, a handful of these. Um, I think this is another solid year round beer. Um, and, uh, it's a good go-to. So I'm glad I found it. Glad I got to share it. You know, I'm glad it's going to wind up on our craft beer bucket list because I'm giving this one an eight out of 10. Okay. Give it an eight. Um, All right. So definitely a, a solid beer, um, from a, a great brewery. So I'm totally glad I got to visit. So kudos to, uh, Coastal Empire. And, uh, you know, I don't think I need to name any other, you know, breweries from the area. We've done that quite a bit this season. So glad that we can add Coastal Empire to that list. Yeah. And uh, do you have a song? I do. Um, I'm going to go with some more old school country. Going 1980s Alabama. Uh, Dixieland Delight. Okay. Dixieland Delight. Remember that song? I'm trying to recall it in my mind. I'll get it here in a minute. My Dixie Land Delight. Spend my dollar. That's Got where it. I'm going to stop. Yeah. That's where I'm stopping because I already made someone's ears bleed a little. <laughs> Dude, it's funny because I'm going to I'm gonna go with something similar. I'm going to go with a, a country song. Um, I don't know when it came out. Uh, I want to say the late 90s. It could be the mid 90s. It's. Sweet Southern Comfort uh, by Buddy Jewel. Um, and I'm not even sure if this guy is making music anymore, to be honest. Have you, you remember that song? Uh, it doesn't ring a bell at all for me. It's just like, from Carolina down to Georgia, smell the jasmine and magnolia, sleepy sweet home, Alabama, roll tide roll, muddy water, Mississippi, blessed Graceland whispered to me. Carry on, carry on, sweet Southern comfort. You don't remember that? That sound now that you sing it like that, okay. yeah, it does kind I of mean, ring a bell. Yeah, this, yeah. It, um, so it was, it was a guy. I'm gonna have to Google this. I want, it's a guy named Buddy Jewel, and I love that song. Like, I mean, I just it just like the the cadence of it and everything just went so well. Right. Uh, all right. So he was, was born he in 1960. Like one hit wonder kind of thing. Well, I mean. I must say no, but I can't think of anything else he did off the top of my head. So, no, fair enough. All right. So, Help Pour Out the Rain was Lacey's song. Sweet Southern Comfort was 2003. So, I was. Okay. Um, anyway, so you remember Help Pour Out the Rain? I mean, that was a big deal. It was like a real sad song. Maybe that might be another one I'd have to hear. Yeah. And, and I don't reckon, I'm looking at the singles, I don't recognize any of the other ones. He last he he made he released an album called My Father's Country in 2015. So, that's that's been a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. He's a Christian country artist, is what he's considered. Oh. Okay. So yeah. He was nominated and won Male Vocalist of the Year by the ICMA. Christian music, something Christian Music Association. I'm guessing. Wow, uh, he's so he's still around. He's just uh, he shifted from that pop popular country to the Christian country kind of thing. So, okay, yeah, good for him, man. Dude, he is from Arkansas. Really, La, Lepanto or Lepanto? I, I'm sorry to anybody that's from there that I just messed that up, but wow, is a is a city in. Wow, it's in it's in uh, northeast Arkansas. 
Wow. There we go. It's a big city, Very too. Very good. <clears throat> but hey, we've got to round out yeah. this segment, Mike. I, yeah, I, I apologize. You're right. You know oh. what? I apologize. So uh, I'm going to get us back on track. You gave it an eight. Yeah. I gave it a seven and a half. You're going to combine it or you're going to pair it, not combine it. You're going to pair it with Dixieland Delight by Alabama. I'm going to go Sweet Southern Comfort by Buddy Jewel. Um, and after this break, you're going to try a beer from Nola Brewing. And I'm going to try a beer from Odell Brewing right after this. Hey, this is Big Ray, and I am proud to announce another one of our Season 3 sponsors, Dronicle LLC, based right out of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Dronicle is one of the premier aerial photography and videography companies that you'll find in all of Northeast Oklahoma. From high-resolution stills to 4K quality video, find Dronicle on Facebook.com slash Dronicle, D-R-O-N-E, O-C-L-E. If you don't need any drone work done, give them a follow, like their work, and tell all your friends, dude, Dronicle sponsors my favorite craft beer podcast, Craft Beer Bucket List. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're going to dive right into these two beers that we have lined up to tell you about. Mike is going to be drinking the Isolation Ale Winter Warmer from Odell Brewing, and I have a beer from Nolens. The 7th Street Wheat Lemon Basil. I'm excited for that. I I don't think I've ever had lemon and basil in a beer together before. So this is going to be a first drink for me uh, with this particular style from uh, this particular brewery. So a whole bunch of firsts for me here. I'm excited to dive in. Well, cool. And you have a long neck for this one, Mike. uh, So you don't get to dominate me on the can cracking but i'm gonna jump right into this guy do it oh wait i'm gonna try my left hand though let's see how that works <laughs> okay oh god it could barely this is terrible wow i think i did better than i thought i would yeah i mean because it was it was quality i had i so i i had this beer for I, I bought this for something else and I ended up, I guess, forgetting about it. And it's been sitting in the fridge. I was like, you know what? I've been wanting to try this beer for a while. So the Isolation Amber is a beer that I've had for a little bit. And it's been gently aging in the back of my beer fridge. So I'm glad I'm kind of, I'm, I'm glad I'm finally getting to it. Because I was looking. There you go. You know, yeah. It's got some cool bottle art too. I like bottle and can art. It's kind of the. Kind of the deal. You know, we didn't talk about the can art on our last beer, Mike. We no, have to make because, sure that we... That's because it wasn't that great. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. So where Coastal Empire, I think, makes a great beer. Um, I, I agree the can art's a little lacking. Um, I mean, it's okay. So what I noticed is uh, I had Googled them up, and their labels is, are pretty consistent as far as... the you know, thematic stuff. So right. I'll give them that. So. Yeah. There's certainly some uh, consistency there. Yeah. So that's always a positive. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, how's that lemon basil? This is a, a very light, crisp and refreshing beer. Just like right off the top. I haven't had a chance to, to let it sit in my, on my tongue yet and try to pick out any flavors, but this is like a, just a really crushable, enjoyable beer. Um, no flavors just jump out and slap me in the face. You know, it's been kind of a theme for me this season with uh, the delivery method of uh, flavors. Mm-hmm. But this is another one where it's just like nice tap on the shoulder. It's like, hey, have some uh, have some lemon. Would you enjoy yeah. some basil with that? You know, it's very light and subtle and uh, and enjoyable. So it's like, man, this is kind of nice. I'm digging it. There's a brewery out of Lexington, Kentucky, West 6th, that has mm. a lemongrass sweet um, that I enjoy. Right on. So, uh, you know, did you buy more of these or this is a uh, single? Um, so I, I don't have any more of these. This is, uh, <sighs> I found this in a, in a pick six. Sorry, Mike. I know I can go back and get more of these. So, uh, not not a problem there. Okay. But 
It was, uh, I was just chasing, you know, I have a horrible habit of doing this. I'll, there's several spots in the Tulsa Metro where I know I can go in and get pick sixes and I will just find beers I've never seen before and just grab, you know, a dozen or so. Yeah. It's like a grab and, uh, and go. Yeah. And uh, so it, it's fun to try a bunch of new beers like that. And of course, for the podcast, you know, it's always a win. Um, a lot of times we bring on beers that we know are great. And sometimes it's fun to review one, you know, first time ever having it and just giving that live review. Right. Yeah. I kind of enjoy that. I think our listeners enjoy that. Keeps it funky and fresh. Funky and fresh. Was that your nickname back in the day? I've never been funky and or fresh, Mike. I've never, re- I, you know, I've got a, a pool of friends here and when we talk about being misfits and uh, I, I think it is very true. Um, I've, I've never really fit in with any certain crowd. And uh, I think that's one thing that's kind of helped me find my home in the craft beer community because they, they are so accepting of, of everybody. And for uh, uh, folks like me, you know, it's like, you know what? I appreciate that because I really don't fit into a certain genre group of people. I'm, I just am who I am. And that's it is what it is, you know. Oh, really? So but anyway. Yeah. That's, that'd be an interesting conversation to talk about, like, you know, if, if you had to you know, create a new tribe, what kind of people would be in your tribe kind of thing or a squad. That's the popular term right now. Squad. Oh, squad. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I like the word tribe. I like being a little bit more native American connected to the earth type yeah. lingo tribe. Who's in your tribe. Anyway, who's in sorry. your tribe. It, as long as you have a medic. That's right. That's shaman. That's a, or a shaman. Yeah. So maybe I'm taking that to a gamer level there, because uh, your 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 squad's not going to do so hot unless you have a medic, or in your case, so, a shaman. So yeah, well, your your squad would be uh, have gamers in it, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. See, my squad would not probably. No, I don't. I don't game. I mean, like Xbox, PS5 game, right? Right. Yeah. So I don't like I used to, but you know, every once in a while, it's still fun. Yeah. I, I don't even know what the newest 360 game out is. So, uh, Mike, don't don't say 360 like that. Okay. That was like 12 years ago. Okay. <laughs> Close. Even... Xbox One came out almost 10 years ago. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. I've got, I've yeah. got, I think I've got the Xbox One. Yeah. So you're I just thought it was a newer version of the 360. No, you're good, man. I'm, I'm giving you grief. Three, I mean, 360 degrees, you're, you're back at one, right? You're going the same direction. I don't know. I'm trying to make something up here. Wow. So let's talk about beer for a minute. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm drinking. To, I was, to everybody listening, it's obvious I'm not a gamer, right? Yeah. No, it's um, all good. Yeah. I mean, Ray's all, Ray's, Ray's that's his thing. Uh, he knows all about it. I know very little. Um, I haven't been up to date on gaming or games probably since like Madden came out on the Nintendo 64. Oh, many moons ago. Yeah. And uh, Murray used to play the heck out of that. But uh, I've got Odell Brewing's uh, Isolation L to Winter Warmer in front of me. It's clocking in at 6.1%. Um, so they say it has a sweet caramel malty L uh, with a crisp hop finish. Uh, and, you know, and, and that's just like whatever the marketing materials they push out, right? It, it, and I've got to agree with it. It does have a sweet caramel maltiness to it, right? I'm getting a little bit of a smoky char uh, aspect out of it. Um, you know, I, it's, it's kind of like the like an like a earthy ch- smokiness to it, right? And it's got a spice about it for the winter warmer. Um, and the boo- the booziness kind of peaks out just like you expect. So, um, this, this beer's good. Uh, you know, and, and I'm going to be real honest that, uh, I, I, it's, it's okay. Uh, I don't know. I expected more because I, I've heard such good things. So, uh, you know, I think this one, not as remarkable as I'd hoped, um, just because of the the other brewery, the other breweries, the other beers I've had from them, and everything I've heard about them as a brewery, so 
it's it's got you know it's medium bodied uh you know light carbonation um you know nothing tastes bad it just nothing tastes great does that make sense it does so yeah that's where i'm sitting with mine it's 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 good um I you know with, with the with winter warmers getting a little bit more uh, popular uh, overall, you're getting, you're starting to see a little bit more diversity of them. Uh, this is this is one that I'm I'm glad I had. Um, you know it, if it was uh, if I, if somebody gave me gave it to me, I'd be fine with it. Um, I'm not sure I would go back to this one if I was buying a six pack. So it's right really? there on that line. Yeah, I mean it's not bad. But in a world where you have to be creative and unique and, you know, just be a little bit better than the competition, I think this one is a, a little bit of a, it's a little sag in the line. Oh, I mean, it's not bad. I don't want to, I don't want to say it's bad. It's just, it, it, it way better. I, I, yeah. Well, I'm going to get, so I'll give it a seven, you know, I know we're going to keep talking about it a little bit. I'm going to give it a seven out of 10. So it's, it's good enough. But for me, if you want to say, Mike, are you going to buy that beer again? Uh, an eight out of 10 is what it's going to be, is what it's going to take for me to say, absolutely, I'll buy the beer again. So, but, so it like, man, I hate that. I, cause I don't want to trash talk any beer. This is not a beer that I would trash talk. It's good. So I just think it's, uh, it's all right. Fair enough. So, yeah. But what was the other, what was that milk stout that I had from them? Do you remember? Ah, uh, oh heck! I can I can kind of I, I don't remember. I know you reviewed oh, it, but I don't remember. Snickerdoodles. What was that beer? Anyway, it'll come to me when it doesn't matter. So, what about your beer? Tell me about your beer. Yeah. So, this is, on a similar note, like this is not in over the top impressive. Like, wow, I have to have another one of these again. Yeah, but. I, I do have to give it credit for having a flavor I haven't had before, which I like. Um, yeah. This is a very light beer. It's only 4.5% ABV, only 12 IBUs. So super crushable, very sessionable beer. Uh, flavors are very light, right? So just a, a little bit of wheat, a little bit of lemon, and just a little bit of a her- herbiness. Herbie's not the word I'm looking for. but I mean, it's got <laughs> That's a great name though, Herbie. Herby, um, but it kind of has just a, a, yeah, just kind of a, an herbal hint. I'll say it like that. Yeah. Um, so it's, I, I like it for that. So this is definitely, you know, the, it's brewed in New Orleans. It gets super mm-hmm. hot, super humid down there. And this beer was brewed to be a summertime beer, um, just to kind of help, you know, give you something, uh, refreshing and light. You know when it's when it's hot and humid, and this beer w- would fit that bill perfectly. Um, I, I love that. Yeah. So because sometimes even a light beer in summer can be a little too much, but this is so dialed down. Um, it it'd be great for that, but it still delivers nice subtle flavors. So it's better than drinking water, better than drinking your <laughs> you know big box brand beers. Yeah. So where it's not like mm, big punch in the tongue flavors, I like. Boom, 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 I appreciate yeah. this for having f- light flavors in a light crushable beer. Sure. And uh, I like the fact that this, you know, was was started to be a, a summer seasonal and wound up being on their uh, year round lineup. So to me, that says a lot, right? It, it, yeah. They made something for the people of New Orleans. It stuck. And, uh, you know, the folks responded to it. And boom, just like that, a seasonal turned into a year round. And I, again, I think that says a lot. I literally said the same thing twice with just slightly different words, but <laughs> you know, it happens. Yeah. Well, no, well I, I like that. Yeah. And I like the can art on this a lot, Mike, uh, the colors for, for a simple color palette, these pop this lime green off of this dark blue. It's just uh really pleasing on the eyes. Yeah. Um, it's got some basil leaves on it. Um, I mean, they, they call it the seventh street wheat. Seventh uh, Street is across the street from where the brewery is. It's where there's a big uh-huh. wharf, uh, so it's it's true to its location. It's true to the people. It's true to the weather. 
And uh, they even say that it pairs nicely with almost any seafood dish. Being down around New Orleans, there's plenty of seafood options. Um, a lot of it is spicy. When you get the spicy food, sometimes you want a nice, refreshing drink to go with that. Uh, I'm not trying to do a food pairing like we did in our first, first two seasons, but <laughs> I could totally see this going with some boudin or etouffee or a really spicy jambalaya. You know, um, yeah. this would totally be a great beer to pair with any of that big old pile of mud bugs. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, man. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm kind of a big fan of this beer. Um, and now I'm, I'm ready to try some some more beers from uh, NOLA. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm glad I found this. Um, yeah. This is definitely a beer I would go back to. I would buy more of. So it's not overwhelming to me, though. So I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, 10 out of 10, because I don't think it's that beer. But it's solid enough. I'd also give this one an 8. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um, definitely has earned a spot on the craft beer bucket list, so far as I'm concerned. So um, I, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah. What, uh, what song are you going to pair with this beer? I'll go ahead and get to um, that real quick. Yeah. So I'm going to keep it country tonight. Um, <laughs> okay. I think I'm going to go with the Garth Brooks song called a uh, Colin Baton Rouge. Oh yeah. You can't that, go wrong uh, with just, Colin Baton Rouge. No, I don't know why that song popped in my head, but it's, uh, you know, it's just kind of there. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a poppy that, little song. That it's, first two lines of that song are just killer, man. Killer. So very, very happy with this beer. Yeah. I want you to sing those first two lines. No. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm not going to do it. In the arms of girl in Louisiana. No, I'm on the highway. My thoughts are still with her. Right? Yes. Okay. I just made sure that I got the right song. I know I had the right uh, song. But Raider, won't you put me on through? We're going to see my love down to Baton Rouge. There you go, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all I'm singing. Bad yeah, enough. Dude. Bad dude, enough. Old school Garth is some of the best. It is. Yeah. All right. So with, with my Odell isolation, the only thing I was going to add to that is that the can art is re- done really well. And and Lou Jean is the milk stout I had not too long ago. Uh, I can't believe Yeah. Okay. I mean, and it was pretty good. Uh, their, their, their label art, their, their bottle art, what do you want to call it? Uh, it's done really well. This one features uh, a cabin out in the winter, uh, out in the middle of uh, the woods during the winter with snow on the ground. It's done really well. So kudos on that. Uh, I'm going to give the beer a seven. Um, and then I'm going to pair it. So when I think of isolation L, the, the song that came into my head and you're going to laugh at this is Celine Dion's all by myself. <laughs> okay Whatever i don't pops know why in your head, man. yeah i don't know why uh and and i'm i like celine dion i'm not i'm not ashamed to say that i think i think number one she's ridiculously talented and um you know for a long time i had a huge crush on her which is why i know her music so yeah so there you go very good mike yeah are, are you a so, celine dion fan i like some of her songs yeah. I'm not a huge fan, but it's like she's very, very talented individual. No denying that. Oh, yeah. But it's not like I've never bought an album, never listened to anything of hers that wasn't like, uh, you know, mainstream, if you will, or on the radio. Yeah. I'm going to have to like uh, start sending you just random songs by Celine Dion on YouTube or something. Okay. You should do that, Mike. Yeah. And be like, hey, this reminded me of you. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Celine Dion all by myself and I thought of you. (laughs) It's not awkward at all. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I like like it. I do what I can. All right. So we need to wrap this up. This this episode. Um, So to to circle back around, we both drank uh, Coastal Empire's Southern Delight, which is a praline amber. I gave it a seven and a half. You gave it an eight. That puts it on the craft beer bucket list. Uh, it's a beer you have to try before you die. You you paired it with uh, Alabama's Dixieland Delight. Um, I'm going to pair it with Buddy Jewel's Sweet Southern Comfort. Uh, both some uh, uh, little 
country music back in the day, a little eighties country and some early two thousands, the early aughts. Uh, then you had the Nola seventh street wheat, uh, which is a lemon basil wheat beer. You give it an eight, uh, which puts it on a craft beer bucket list. And you're going to pair it with Garth Brooks, Colin Baton Rouge, a classic, awesome Garth Brooks song. And then I had the Odell Brewing Isolation L to winter warmer. I gave it a seven. Uh, I'm going to pair it with Celine Dion's All By Myself. Um, all three of these beers got scores good enough to land them on the craft beer bucket list. They all deserve to be beers you try before you die. Ray, that's all I got, buddy. It's all yours from here on out. Woo! So yet another solid lineup, Mike. Thanks for hanging out tonight and drinking some beers with me, dude. I always look forward to it, and I appreciate it. I'm sure all of our listeners look forward to it and enjoy it and appreciate it as well. So everybody, please let me encourage you to check out the websites and the social medias to the breweries that we featured tonight. Show them some love from wherever you're at. We always do our best to support local. While you're at it, take a look at our social medias. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Be sure to give us some thumbs up and some likes and always those shares. Be sure to tag us in uh, photos of yourself with beers that you're drinking. You never know when we might feature one of those on a future episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. And uh, you know what? Do me a solid, guys. Please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. Go ahead and give us a review. We love the reviews. So far, all the reviews we have on Apple are fantastic. But if we're not doing a great job, you know, we want to know. So thank you for that. Also, please don't drink and drive. Don't do it. But do drink local. And we will see you guys in another episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. Adios. Craft Beer Bucket List is partially supported by Red Dirt LLC. Red Dirt is a parks, recreation, and tourism services agency with the goal to provide the tools, information, and leadership to help guide, plan, and market your organization or business. Red Dirt provides media management, photography and videography, research and analysis, and overall management for excursions and experiences for your agency. Visit reddirt.us.